Hey, what's up, beautiful Bellcast listeners? Welcome to another episode. I'm Gio. I'm Bart. And I just took a shower and I feel really, really, really good. What makes you feel so good after taking a shower? I don't know. Um, I, I think so. I just woke up. So it's like fucking butt fuck early right now. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's four in the morning. Um, and uh, you know, when you wake up and you're groggy and like you feel like maybe because we were hot last night. <laughs> not that kind of hot but like temperature hot um so i felt like sticky and i just felt like kind of discombobulated a little bit and then once i i get out of the shower i just feel so awake and refresh and clean and i feel like my skin glows and like like i could take a shower at night right yeah and then when i wake up in the morning like my skin just doesn't look the same no it doesn't have you Wait, ever thought like about you notice it doesn't look the same yeah Oh, what the fuck? Really? Yeah, you can't you can't tell. No, I can tell, but there's certain things like so for example, right? Like if I'm like, uh, I look so like I don't know, like, oh my hair looks so fucked up right now, but then you'll go, What? I can't even tell. It looks really nice. So it, I, it, I thought it was one of those things. Oh no, no, no. Like ever since I was a kid, and I think that's what made me take morning showers before I left the house or before I was gonna go somewhere. Um since I was a kid in elementary school, like I would see kids come to school and I'm like, ugh. You didn't shower in the morning. You have bed head. How can you tell? I could tell the bed head stuff. Well, I think there's just a certain layer of like crust or grease on you that like if you took a shower at night, you just, I don't know, it's like your skin's not put to, put away the right way or you just you just don't look like, like that. I know that, yeah. And I can tell that on everyone. <laughs> you pick all the best words, like all the best sounds for words you can't find. What? what? <laughs> Because you also have another sound yeah. for when you're really hungry yeah. and you want to eat something very hearty yeah, and, yeah. and and like delicious and probably like really fatty. Yeah. And, but you can't think of the words. So then at the in the moment you went, I want to eat something. And I'm like, I know exactly what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this one was, ah, yep, I know exactly what that means. I just so didn't I can, think people I, could tell. I can tell 100% like... People at the gym, people showing up to work. And I can even tell when people haven't taken a shower for two days. There's Is there a, there's a that, two days look. Like you uh, can you can you can tell that. They look a little bit oily. Tell. And then there's and then just I don't know, there's something about when you take a shower. Even if you shower, right? And you're one of those hot people kind of like me, where you shower and then you still sweat a little bit. I can tell that you're sweating after you took a shower because you still what have the that fuck? Ah, but clean. And then I don't know, it's just like it the shower in the morning, it like organizes your hair follicles makes your skin a little bit flush a little bit glowy there's just like this i don't know like your 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 clothes fit on you just a little bit better for some reason like it just looks like it, like the clothes just got dropped on you when you sleep at night i mean when you take a shower at night i don't know if it's the body grease or something but it looks like the clothes got put on you the wrong way and then now once it's on there, it's stuck. So if the shirt was like this, then you're showing up like this and you can't really adjust it back because your skin's so like oily and sticky, sticky or something. It's weird. I've, I've been noticing it ever since I was a kid. That's crazy. Um, did you ever notice it on anyone that did take a shower in the morning, um, but then all the the night shower like traits appear? Oh, like someone took a shower in the morning, they look nasty. <laughs> yeah. No. Not really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Showers, showering in the morning or showering before you go on a date or showering before you go to a big event, I think it's a huge thing because it just like, it's just, it just presents you, even like cars, you know, like when you get a car wash, right? 
the minute you pull it off the car wash lot, when you see the wheels turn going down the curb and it just has that glisten, like, you know, when like light hits something as it's rotating, goes ding, 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 has that look, right? And then you're, <laughs> There's another sound effect. <laughs> yeah, you're like, ooh. And for some reason, you take that exact same car that just got a car wash, you drive it straight into the garage, close the garage door, you it's open different. it the next day and it just, it doesn't look, it looks a uh, day old. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. At least I can tell. I can tell like a hundred percent. So now you guys can, uh, you guys can tell how, uh, how comfortable and relaxing it is being in a relationship with Bart. What do you mean? <laughs> you notice so many things. I'm a branding expert. I can't help it. I just see but things. Why is your branding fucked up? Is it? I always shower before I leave the house. No, I'm just saying in general. In general? Yeah. Because that is my branding. Oh, okay. Damn. That's a way to shut me up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just notice, uh, or it could be the Asperger's we're talking about. I just see a lot. Ever since I was a kid, I just see a lot and I didn't know that other people didn't see all that. Damn. Or maybe they just don't give a fuck to pay attention to that shit. There's that. But then there's also I just have conversations with people, too, and they just don't see it. What else is something that you notice that you feel like others don't notice? Uh, something else. I think brands that are supposed to make things. Hmm. Give me an example. So like, um, you know, like for me, there's brands that specialize in stuff, right? So you want to get those things from those brands. And then I also know people that just buy things out of convenience. Oh, so you're, we're still talking about people. Uh, but I'm talking about brands and people choosing those things. I see. So, for example, um, uh, in the past, there's a very, very popular shoe called Roshi's. Okay. And Nike made them, right? Like Nike made these Roshi's. And from that, a lot of brands are like, oh, shoot, I need to... They just take that concept. I need to follow that concept. High heel, all foam, one piece foam bottom, a knit top. A lot of people liked it because they want to travel. And um, they are comfortable ass shoes. They're comfortable. So if you want Roshis, you got to get the Nikes. But I also know people that go, oh, cool. That other company makes this too. Like Adidas makes a, their Roshi or DC makes their Roshi or Reebok makes their Roshi. And they go, I just like that shoe. So I get that. And in the minute you get that shoe and if you have stupid eyes like mine, then you're like, did you not buy the Nike Roshis? That's what happens. And I see it and I see it. And to me, it's almost as it's almost like seeing a mold on an orange. Damn, you must have hated growing up. That's how much not, it popped out at me. And not getting like the brand shit. I remember growing up. This is me fucking dating myself. But do you remember LA Gear? Oh, yeah. Those With were the lights. The, yeah, those were the fucking jam. I don't know if the ones I wanted had lights, but yeah, yeah. LA Gear in the fucking 90s, maybe late 80s, early 90s, were the fucking jam. Yeah. And that's all I wanted for Christmas. I wanted some fucking pink LA Gear shoes. And they had like little rhinestones, like in the A, had little rhinestone. And I remember I wanted those so bad. And usually, for most Christmases, even though we were pretty holy those, like we were pretty like um, what's holy those mean? Like uh, poor? Slang. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like we were pretty like yeah, we were pretty poor. Frugal. No, poor. Poor. Oh, okay. And yeah, my parents were pretty frugal. Um, no matter what, though, as frugal or as holy those as we were, we would still have a pretty hooked up Christmas. Like I would get at least a minimum of four gifts 
every Christmas. So not necessarily toys, but at least four things for me to unwrap. And as a kid, like that's a huge deal. That's like, a huge deal. Just unwrapping some shit is already fun enough. I just want wanted one that I got to keep. All right. This isn't this isn't the fucking sad Bart life story. Okay, fine. Hour, okay? So one of these Alec years. So I figured, you know, I'm going to ask Santa for it because Santa always hooks me up and he at least gives me one of the many gifts that I want. Yeah. At least I get one. So then um, I open the box and and it looks pretty promising. I'm like, oh, shit. I think these are the shoes. Oh, shit. And mom got me some knockoff looking like LA gears. And I was like, what the fuck? This isn't the same shit. You could tell it's a knockoff right away. Off the bat, dude. Oh, no. No, not like a knockoff knockoff. Like, not like LA Piers. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, you could tell. It was like your Adidas Nike example. I see. And I was like, why the fuck did you get me this? Obviously, I'm a grateful piece of, ungrateful piece of shit. But I was like a little ass kid. But like, even back then, I was like, this isn't the same thing. Or like the jokes, you know, when like you want the McDonald's burger or the Happy Meal. And your parents are like, we got that shit at home. Yeah. Way cheaper. And you're like. It's not the fucking same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I think because I grew up really poor too, I was never able to buy the things that match my branding brain. So like, you know, I remember in uh, in fifth grade or sixth grade, um, I was trying out for the elementary school basketball team. What do you look like at this point? Are you still wearing glasses? For sure. I wore glasses all up until like, I think I was a senior in high school. Oh, fuck. So I had glasses um, I was probably like, I don't know. I don't even know if I was four feet tall. And you were having sex in high school with glasses? Yeah. All right. What? Do you think people with glasses can't have sex? No, I'm just you specifically. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I was having hella sex. And then, uh, yeah, I was small. Um, and I don't even know what that has to do with the branding. Oh, because I just know what you look like and your branding was pretty fucked up in high school. And I was, so I'm basically trying to diss you and say that you look for pretty fucking whack. But this is fifth grade. This is elementary school. No, no, no. I know. But you said you wore glasses until high school. Yeah. And I said, what? And you were still getting laid because you looked whack. Oh, uh, fine. Well, it doesn't really matter what you look like. You just got to have a hella game like me. Anyways, uh, back to the original story. I had. How did you flip it on me so fast? Um, so when I was in elementary school, <laughs> I tried out for the team and then I actually made the team. I made the team and I was really excited. And I like how you're surprised and actually made the team. No, because all these other kids I'm going up against, they're freaking those... Uh, Child, leagues and yeah shit. they've been playing in leagues since like first second grade nice. you know what i mean Good so job. so there are those kids where they like their parents actually cared about them and they took them to the things that they wanted to do for me i just played street ball my whole life and the ones that your dad taught you were like you throw the fucking ball yeah and taught me all the wrong rules and for someone that played street ball and learned literally like in driveways and stuff for them to pick me i'm like hell yeah that's tight what is tight so i told my mom okay cool um everyone's been getting this at this time uh this one like foot action first came around because there's always been foot locker but foot action was kind of like a new thing there's this new yeah there's this new nike jersey like set that came out it's reversible it's pretty dope everyone had it it was uh black on the outside with the swoosh and then you flip it inside out and it's like a dark like emerald green with the black swoosh and that's the one that I wanted. We went to foot action and whatever the price was, my mom's like. I bet you it was like 60 bucks. It was probably really expensive. And, Back then at least. And then all, all everyone had to have Nikes, of course, because to be like Jordan. And my mom's like, no, 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 no. So um, my mom was still nice enough to still stay within the mall. But we just went to the cheaper side of the mall. I think we went to like JCPenney or something. The mall's still pretty fucking expensive. It's still really expensive because we still need to have jerseys of some sort. And she bought me this brand called Cherokee or something. 
And right off the bat, I remember Cherokee. I was just like, oh no. Cause like, even, even like the basketball uh, material, like, you know how there's little holes in the basketball shorts? The Nike ones, the holes were tiny. You could barely tell. The holes on this jersey look like PE shorts material, where if you moved it enough and you put, you lined the two holes up, it'd pretty much be see through. And mine were uh, blue on the outside. You flip it. What kind of blue? That makes a big difference. Like a navy blue. Oh, the, the, the blue's not bad. Okay. Um, and you flip it on the inside, it's purple. And, uh, but if everyone on the court is wearing the Black same Nike, because that's what's hot, right? If those are the ones that came out and it's hot, and then you have this one thing that's already not hot, and you can tell, but, but you know how all other brands kind of chase the pioneers? Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone is also scrambling to make a reversible jersey. And this is this blue purple one. And then I couldn't afford Nikes. So my mom took me to Payless. And at this time, at Payless, they do offer like LA gear now. Because I think it started dropping lower and lower and lower. They had LA gear? They had LA gear at Payless. So we ended up getting some like LA gear shoes. Was LA gear, did that turn into Reebok? Or no. was it a branch off of Reebok? Um, I don't think so. But I, okay. I do know that it, uh, it, it was like a legit brand. But it just started getting, it started dropping because. Um, we were meant to be if yeah. you got LA gear. Yeah. And, and then I so I was the weird kid with like way different colors. And the people were like, what brand is that? Because it was blank. I'm, oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Imagine everyone was like, damn, Bart has the new, new shit. No, nah, not trust me. Not nah, trust me. Everyone, every I know the two kids on our team. Everyone wanted to be like Jamal and Tony. No one wanted to be like Bart. Aww. They were our star players. Look They're, at you now though, baby. Look at you now. Killing it. I don't know, am I? What are we gonna do with Taika though when he wants to be just like a little a little trend trend chaser? Oh, like if he wants all the trends? Yeah. I'll buy it for him. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that I feel like I mean I want him to earn I am not I'm not into spoiling kids. But if he earned I it I love spoiling if he kids. earned it, I know you do. But if he earned it, he earned it. If he makes the team, like let's say he makes the varsity team and he goes, Hey dad, I want some Jordans. Go ahead. You did well. You're you're good at basketball. I'll get you what you want. That's fair. But if this little freaking sucks at basketball and he wants to, like the dopest stuff, I'm like, hell no, you got to get your skills up first. Oh, okay. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cause it's like, it's merit based kind of. Yeah. You know, like he worked hard to get it. I'm not going to buy you the best boxing gear so you can go, with, go out there and get knocked out. Yeah. Cause I mean like. Get for knocked me, out in shitty gear. <laughs> Cause for me, <laughs> you're fucking funny. Cause for me, I feel like I got a lot of character because I didn't get what I wanted right away. Yeah. I felt like I became like this little scrappy kid trying to figure out. And I feel like that's the same shit happened for you. Like we figured out different ways to be cool or to be like, I don't know, popular in any regard. Well, just not not popular because maybe I wasn't popular, but just not to be the weird kid. Except now my wife uses it to diss me. Uses what to diss you? That you're the weird kid? You said my branding sucks. Oh, I have to, baby. Like I have to. Yeah, so it's, but so, in so like it in other crowds, yeah. Backfire. But in other crowds, when you're not there, I'm always talking so much good shit about you. But I just can never tell you that stuff. Fine. I think because the way I grew up, and I never got what I wanted. I think that's how I turned out. Where I turned out. Where I think inside my brain, I'm Virgil Abloh, and like um, <laughs> about to laugh. If you had, if you want to drink water, you want to spit it out already. <laughs> Um, inside my brain, I'm Virgil Abloh. That's if you like Virgil Abloh. I think he's so right. he's the one that created Off White. He's a a really big name street designer. Ha- ended up doing a bunch of collabs with, with LV. But in my brain, um, I can recognize things like that, where I'm like, oh, that branding is dope. Um, but on the outside, because I never received what I wanted, 
I don't think on my own body I ever cared anymore, you know? Because Virgil, at least in all the pictures I see him, he still looks styling. But I think for me, I just never got what I wanted. So for me, like branding and design becomes more of a play thing and not really something I put on myself. Yeah, well, yeah. And then your lifestyle is completely different. Like your lifestyle calls for um, like tactical be ready, like. But there's some stylish tact. I'll show you some pages, and you're like, "Oh wow, tactical could look like that." Damn! Now more ammo for me to talk shit to you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, I I think about just how Tyke is gonna grow up all the damn time, all the damn time, and then like now because he's starting to talk more, he he's like a little parrot, so like any type of um time that i've tried to discipline i'm just using words like hey what did i say you know or or i'm like why did you do that taika yeah now he's doing that to me oh i thought he was doing it to grandma well to all of us <laughs> i mean he does it to all of us yeah, yeah, you know yeah. when like something happens to be like why did you do that yeah you know so i'm like really trying to pay attention to like to my actions how yeah. i talk to you my interactions with grandma because yeah. like he's just sitting there watching the whole thing yeah you know, so it doesn't matter how many times I say don't yell at grandma. And if I'm yelling at grandma, then he's going to it's just going to come out naturally. Yeah. Um. Not that I yell at grandma ever. I like fucking worship the ground she w walks on. But, but you're Latina and you can't help it. I never yell at her. Do I yell at her? Swear to God. I don't know. You're just way louder than I am. I'm used to. Really? Yeah. Well, I am way louder, but like I have a conversation with her, but I'm never yelling at her. No, you're never yelling at her. You, I've yelled at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've never yelled at her. You've never I mean, not yelled at me. What are you talking about? I'm just <laughs> kidding. I had to get away from the mic. Yeah. And like uh, my brother was over yesterday. So it was really cute because I was telling him the same thing that I'm telling you now. What do you say? He's like, I don't give a fuck. About what? No, he does. He does. So he no, cares no, no. about how he talks to his kids too. And if his kids repeat it. I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're pretty respectful kids. They don't like tell you shit. Yeah. I'm talking about his younger too. Because he got double parrots. Well, okay, this is yeah, because he has twins. So he was. So I was telling him about that, right? Where like Tyke goes, "What are you doing?" Or like, "What's the other one?" Why you do that? Yeah, why you do that? So for for them, uh, they go uh, they go seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So they go seriously, That's and then my brother's cute. like, he tells his wife, like, they got that from you, because like if she if he drops something or something happens, she goes seriously. So now she dropped, I think she was giving them water or something. She spilled it. And then one of them goes, seriously, mom, seriously. That's so Mexican. What do you mean? Seriously? Yeah. That's Mexican? Like serio. Right? Well, that's like slang though. I know, but I think she's, using, I think she's speaking serio in here, but then English She doesn't even out. speak like that though. Because that's like more like Chicano talk. Serio? Yeah. Because okay. it's more slang. She doesn't speak like that. She speaks like just regular Spanish. Oh. Well, I still think she's Mexican. Well, she's 100% Mexican. What the fuck do you mean? I think she's not. Yeah, she's I'm 100% correct. <laughs> what? But she doesn't speak like that is my point. Oh. Serio. Yeah, that's some, like fucking serio fool. I don't even know if the people say that anymore. Serio way. Of course. I'm so removed from my culture. It's crazy. Like, um, like I mean, so How did you. you feel about the new George Lopez stand-up then? Do you feel like you're watching that from afar? Do you feel like, yes, finally, like more Chicanos out there? Or are you more like, man, this guy's too Chicano for me? 
Um, well, I think I think George Lopez might be not a good example because he speaks about his life, mm-hmm. you know, growing up and his tios and his tias and like his parents and stuff. So I, I see it from a from a lens that he's viewing it in. It, it's like his own personal story. So it's not his observations about the outside world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, because of that, I don't go, oh, he's too this or he's too that or or whatever. It's more like, oh, shit, that's his experience. That's interesting. Do you like it? Do you relate to it? I like it. I like it anytime that someone can speak English and then in the same sentence throw in Spanish words. And but are you proud of it? I love that. Yeah. So you love George Lopez? I love George Lopez, yeah. And you love his new stand-up? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was whatever about his stand-up. I see. I, don't, I wouldn't say I, I love it. But I mean, I like that there's representation out there. But I think for me... I loved just, it. Oh, that's awesome. What did you love about it? Um, Like for me, I think, uh, you know, in comedy, there's so many different ways to put comedy out there, right? You have like the more observational people. And they're just really good at noticing things and making it really funny. Who's an observational comic? Um, I would say, uh, uh, I hate to say his name this at this point in time, but like Chris D'Elia. He's actually very observational. He watches things and he's able to tell like pretty mundane stories. But because of the way he sees it, it's really funny. Then you have what I call um, like modern day philosophers. Mm. And they're able to also observe, but then now also give That's a layer. A uh, yep, exactly. There's a, a, a layer of insight that you're like, whoa, I didn't see that. And also Andrew Schultz is like that. Yeah, I like him a lot. So there's uh, there's also like the modern day philosopher comedians. And then you have like um, the storyteller, personal stories, people like Kevin Hart. Um, George Lopez is kind of like in that realm, too. Man, you're good. Really? Yeah, what? you're able to categorize it and see it like that. That's awesome. Oh, OK. And then there's also see just why I don't give him compliments. He just it, it it just doesn't stick. No. But then the this is I get his attention. Thank I get some emotion. <laughs> I get some emotional. I thank think that's you. why. Oh, damn, my hands so feel much. your hands feel real good. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think that's why I like bagging no, on no, you no, so no, much. No, 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 Because I get something from you. No, you and guys just witnessed it. And then there's just people that are say funny shit for the sake of being funny. Which there's a lot of comedians they out there are. like that. And they're pretty funny. Like, they're so the, stupid. Like Bobby Lee. Yeah, He's, exactly. That's he, the first person he, I thought yeah, about. He just says the funniest, craziest shit and it's hilarious. And it's just, it's just fun. Yeah, you know? it's so very like, fun. So like, um, and to me, Bobby Lee is a natural wonder. He should never, oh, get, he should never get canceled. I but, love you, Bobby. Um, not that, anyone, Kalila, not that anyone was canceling him or anything, but he's just, he's just fun. He's just there to bring laughter to the world. Gilbert's all right. And, and so for me, <laughs> um, and for me, I think like, the comedians that I that real that I really gravitate towards the most are um, philosophers. Well, the philosophers that's like the highest realm of comedy in my opinion, but they they tickle my brain and they tickle my soul. But the ones that really tickle my soul are the ones that um, tell their personal life, but not just the life, but also the lifestyle and the culture without having to tell you like directly. Um. Kind of. Oh. But, but, that, but that's like what I love about George Lopez. So Dave Chappelle, he's actually half like, let me teach you about my life and my culture. And that's why you like when you, when after you watch Dave Chappelle, like you're like, oh man, I understand black people so much more and your, your upbringing. But you also go, oh shit, there's just a lot of genius philosophical insight, you know? So there's that part with Dave Chappelle. 
George Lopez, he's less of the philosopher type, but he really brings you into his culture. So I almost feel like I just drove um, up to his house and he opens the door and he goes, come on in. My grandma just made tamales. And then you just come in and you're just absorbed into his life. And like, it almost brings me back into every Mexican house I've ever been in, every Mexican friend I've ever had, starting when I was a kid to when I was in the Marines. Like it just, it's so like warm and it's like this big warm hug that I got from him. And it makes me go like, fuck, I want to, and what else is Mexican? It makes me want to go watch Blood In, Blood Out. Like it just... <laughs> Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, it just, it's, it's, I guess that's Mexican. Yeah. It's like, Oh, that's tight. Yeah. 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 There's something to be said that, uh, uh, I mean, the culture is just very beautiful. Like I love being Mexican. I love that I grew up Mexican and it's so unfortunate that, um, when I was an adolescent, like I wasn't really proud of that. I think because I felt so different from everyone around me who was Mexican that I just, I felt like an outcast in my own, in my own like culture, it kind of feels like. So it's just unfortunate that I, that I didn't get to connect with my roots as much as I want, as like I should have, I guess. Um, but now in retrospect, you know, like, and just like learning more about it now, like I'm very proud to be Mexican and I love that I'm Mexican. I love that, you know, my parents instilled just Mexican values in me and like, you know, like I love that I can go to any Mexican household and I like we just we just all like we're so warm towards each other. Like the first thing is like a kiss and a hug and like, hey, you want to eat? And like um, it's just so much respect and so much love. Like you said, it's just so warm. Like I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. So that's like I mean, like going back to the whole branding conversation, that's what I loved about Mexican culture. And every time I watch anything, George Lopez, it kind of reminds me of it like it just like um you know, there's the kisses, there's the rituals. And then even with like Cholo culture, because that's the side that I'm more familiar with, with like big white tees, bald heads, Cortezes, Chucks, Dickies, you know, there's just a specific branding to that side of like whatever culture there is. Tell, show me a Cholo with a, with a white, big white shirt that isn't pressed. Exactly. And he's not a Cholo. <laughs> like it just, it just so, it's so signature to that right and that's the branding that i like about things where you just it just takes a couple of things and you look at it and you go that is it and it hits this entire culture that's the one thing where i feel like asians kind of are missing out here at least in america or maybe even in other the english-speaking countries like australia canada uk but there's no like that thing or that culture around asians except for being beat being cheap and but there's no physical branding to it, you know, because it's almost it feels like the the minute Asians come here, they immediately like turn into Gap and Patagonia models. You know, like when I think Asian, especially like East Coast Asian, I immediately think a guy that is working some sort of nine to five job with khakis and a Patagonia sweater. And then that to me is just instant assimilation into America. Yeah. And there's not that unique thing. And that's one thing I really like about at least the Chicano culture. There's a very, there's music, there's food, there's a culture, there's lifestyle, there's even cars around it. Like there's just so much to it, you know? Yeah. In the nineties there kind of was where people had like civics and and they had the banks, but that's. But do you think that's, that's more gone. of like a, like a class type of thing? 
like uh like economic class like once you re- hit this type of wealth then you become like you change into something else maybe but also one of the richest mexicans that i know and he's told both of us this he says cholo never goes out of style that's true and this guy is probably like an eight nine figure dude yeah, I love him. And he's still he's still ripping it hard, you know. Shout outs to him. Um, and also shout outs. I do want to shout out our sponsor. All right. So I'm super excited to introduce our next sponsor, Thrive Market Healthy Living Made Easy. You guys are going to find your favorite organic and non-GMO brands all in one place. And the best part of it all is that you get it delivered straight to your doorstep. And what I discovered that Thrive Market did was when I buy a membership, they actually give away a full membership to someone in need. And we're talking about low income families, teachers, veterans, or first aid responders. So, um, with the, with the products that they carry, uh, let's say, food, for example, they carry like 70 different diets and values like paleo, um, to keto, to plant-based, delivering the highest quality organic non-GMO food. Y'all, this is awesome. I remember having to drive to the middle of nowhere to find that one little mom and pop shop that had just some of the few healthy, you know, ethically sourced items that I was looking for, but now it comes straight to your doorstep. I absolutely love it. Um, so when I became a member and when you guys become a member, you guys are going to save up to 50% off traditional retail prices. Like what? That's freaking awesome. So make sure to try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bail, B-E-A-W. Join today and you're going to get up to $20 in shipping credit towards your first order. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bill to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 towards your first order. Thrivemarket.com slash bill, B-E-A-W. And we're back. Yeah, that's one thing my mom has always said. Like if you were ever in like, and I've seen it in, in, in not necessarily just Mexicans, Like I've seen it in any, I've seen it in Asians. I've seen it just in other groups. Once you've like had that like gangster life, like you can take the gangster out of the hood, but you can't take, um, wait, no, you could take, but you can't take the hood out of the gang. What the fuck? (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Confucius say one more time. Okay. One more time. What did Confucius say? (laughs) Open the fortune cookie. And what does it say? You could take the gangster out of the gang, but you can't take the, the, the gang out of the gangster. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of words to describe it, but because I think it actually came from a lyric, but it, I think it's you can take the homeboy out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the homeboy. Yeah, but that just wasn't didn't sound appropriate because like he is like the hood is always going to be there. But I guess I meant to say like the exterior, the attire, like there's always going to be traits of a cholo like even after he's not in a gang. So yeah. whether that be like high tube socks or they have to wear the clothing that's just a little bit too big for their body. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's always this little, this little, like this little sprinkle of like, you were once a, you were once a cholo. Yeah. Maybe even their haircut still looks the same. Yeah. Like there's like, you can always, even with females, like you can always recognize like, oh shit, you've been in the, you've been in a gang. I can recognize that a lot, especially with Asian chicks. Well, didn't we have, 
Um, don't we have a friend that probably many friends? Okay, that was in a gang or around a lot of gangsters, but they do not look like they were ever around gangsters. You mean our Jumbi partner? Um, well, no, I wasn't trying to call out anyone specifically. What the fuck? God, <laughs> you fucking suck at secrets. What do you mean? You're the worst. Our Jumbi partner, we've had him on the podcast. That wasn't talking about him. Oh, so yeah, it's not a secret. I'm just like trying to help you remember. Who I know, but if I'm not like being that like explicit about shit, like just kind of go with the flow. That's one thing though, man. That's how you describe you everything. You suck. Where you always forget everything. So I'm like, you I'm trying suck. to help you. Ladies, I know you. a lot of you guys are going to relate to this shit, but like me and Bart, like we'll have, we'll be like this, right? And then uh, I'm like, don't make it obvious. Don't look. Um, but over there, that person is whatever. Where? <laughs> no, I'm like, I you motherfucker, never. dude. I never did that. You do that shit all the time. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, he did that shit to me. He was. I he, put up a spoon and I look at the reflection of the spoon. Yeah, fucking right. You're so oblivious <laughs> and you're so dumb. <laughs> Like yesterday he was on the phone and uh, like I knew he was in a meeting because he was talking so loud and stuff. And then I heard like maybe 10 minutes of silence. I'm like, oh, maybe he's done. So then I walk in here and I'm like, are you done? And he goes, oh, I'm, I'm on hold. I'm on a phone call and I'm on hold. And I was like, oh, okay. And you can kind of hear the music playing in the background. So it sounded like he was calling like a big company. And then he's like, hey, so-and-so is going to need like our login information. I'm like, why the hell would they want our login information? They don't need a login information. They just need the an email to hook things up. And he goes... He goes, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know why they wanted that. But yeah, they just want the whatever. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not going to give them the password. And then he goes, oh, you might want to keep it down because I'm talking to them on the phone. I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking tell me that there's someone on the fucking phone. You can tell I'm on, on the phone. I have the headset on. Yeah, but you said you're on hold. I don't know. There was another person listening. I don't know how to explain all these things. Literally that. You just say, hey, I'm on the phone with someone. Give me a second. Oh, well, I don't know. I, I, was, I was going through way too much. I was talking to that person, talking to another person, answering something over here. It was just my my brain. That's what people also knock. If you knock, then I, I, can, literally I, can, I, can, I can go like this and go, okay, cool. I'm about to I know. Give, my, give my attention to someone else. No, you not just only came did I in. Knock, you just came in and you just started talking. I'm like, oh, no, shit. Not only did I and knock. I'm like, oh, shit. He had a chair uh, holding the door closed. But I was able to move the chair out. So I made like extra, like you knew I, I was coming in. I didn't even put that chair there. Tycho must have put that there. But it was there. But Regardless I didn't of put who put it, fine. Fawn put it there. We'll say Fawn put it there. I didn't even hear it. That's uh, not my problem. Coming. So even so if I would have knock. knocked then, which I did, you it didn't matter. You could have said, excuse me, honey. You're, my excuse point is, me. my point is, I wish you were just my girlfriends. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so rant over. But anyways, going back to my Asian story, I don't think that uh, that's one thing I wish that Asian culture still had, which is like just this branding and, and lifestyle and this whole thing wrapped up into it that people can still Koreans be proud of. Koreans have that? Not really. Oh, okay. What well, wait, like you think like something like that's very, because Mexicans don't have that, do we? Or Chicanos do. Like you could, you like when Are I you hear talking Chicano, about cholos only? No, I'm just talking about Chicanos. I immediately think of music. I think of lowriders. I think of the clothes. I think of barbecues. Like even your brother. I mean, every do, day, do they your even brother, do that shit every, in Asia though? The brother, your brother every day wears clothes from that culture every single day. You know what I mean? I mean, no, he doesn't. But yeah, he uh, does. No, he doesn't. Every single day. No, he doesn't. He wears his work clothes every single day. And his work clothes are still in that style. 
What are you talking about? How so? You're telling me you don't see what I see? Uh, he wears his 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 company shirt every time I've ever seen him. He's is wearing his, his company work shirt boots. as tight as mine? Is looser, right? A little bit because exactly. his arms aren't as big as yours. He wears his Dodgers hat. He no, he's not his, wearing his, a Dodgers his, hat. His specific or or his Raiders hat. He's his, not. He doesn't even have a Raiders his hat. His boots. He has a ton of Raiders hats. No, I'm saying he doesn't wear it. He has his specific boots. Even the where his jeans are, you can tell that he is uh, into. He was never a cholo, by the way. I know he was not. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. I guess I'm just saying that he wears the uniform of the culture. Nah, he doesn't. You're tripping. I think you've just seen him on right, relaxed days. <sighs> and he does wear Dodger shit because he's just a proud fan. That so happens to be Mexican. And we do love the Doyers. Uh, but, and I think that's all you're really focusing on. Have you on. seen his car seat covers? Yeah, but that's not even the cult. He's just a fan. All right. He's just a fan. Have you seen the color of his anyway, truck? Anyway, so going back. Gray? His whole truck is Raiders colors. It's just a gray truck. All right. I guess you don't see what I see. I guess I don't see what you see. But keep going. Um, but yeah, going back to your like you like how we have these traditions and then we kind of stick to them and just the culture we bring it with us wherever we go. Um, and there's a phys physical branding manifestation of it that when you see it, it immediately you hear the music in your head, you smell the food, and you're just immersed in that whole that whole world. Okay, I feel that with Asians too. But kind of going back with like the music and all that stuff, I'm like. Does that even happen in Asia? Like the culture and all that stuff? Yeah. That's why with fobs you get it. Like the minute I see a fob step out of a bus, I hear Gangnam style in my brain. Like I just, you know, I smell like Korean barbecue. I smell like there's that. I, I Or like I see, I smell mothballs. Like I could tell that with fobs. That's strong with fobs, but not Asian American. Mm. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it a is it a money thing? Like, is it once you you? Uh, I don't want to use the word elevate because it sounds wrong. But like, once you um, make a certain amount of money, you kind of tend to be in a different crowd. Therefore, your tastes kind of change, or you just become. Um, it's not really a money thing because the physical manifestation also is there for money. Right. So when I think of like <laughs> like that, you think like Chanel bag, you think certain <laughs> type like certain type of perfume, you think like a Mercedes or you think like girls with like big shades, you know, and they look like this. Like even that world has that has its own culture, its own food. Oh, let me just have two olives on a plate, please. Like you there's a the the smell, there's like there's that world still, right? So even in that world, and that world isn't defined by race or anything, it still has that world in its own branding. Like if I were to design, if someone told me, build me a hotel, and they go, this one's for Chicanos, I know exactly how to design it. If they go, this one is for Beverly Hills, like rich bitches, I, I know exactly how to design it. I want to see how you design it because it's going to be fucking offensive. No, it's not. It's going to be fucking dope. Now I need you to draw this. Once and, we're done with this podcast, you're drawing a fucking... But for like the Asian American... Um, aside from like a boring Patagonia gap like thing. Um, and I don't think it's our fault. I just think like, you know, even gangs, like uh, when we used to bang, uh, Asian gangs either had Mexican style or they had style from the black community. 
and and I think having the bangs and stuff was, that was your own was thing? it slightly its own thing, but it was it still wasn't signature. I guess like the kind of the G quote unquote GQ with like really baggy polo shirts, but I've also seen cholos wear that. So it's just um, even Asian gangs they had to adopt like a style from another mm. culture. You Interesting know? observation. Yeah, because like Asian why. Asian like Asian gangsters still either wore chucks or Air Force Ones or Cortezes, and it's just like it's still kind of adopting the. I don't know if it's because the other cultures have been in America way longer. But there's just not that much. So if someone were to say, um, make me a hotel for an Asian American. And with just that phrase, I'd be like, I don't even know how except to make everything really cheap and have a lot of discounts. Asian American? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If that's, I still, that's still Asian Americans. Oh, interesting. But it would have to look nice. What do you mean? Like it would have to look, oh, make it cheap, look nice. Okay, gotcha. Well, I mean, it's almost it's almost impossible, right? I mean, we even have Asian American friends that see, what? That's so expensive. Because there's and when you when they say that, you almost hear their parents through their mouth. You know, we have so many Asian friends that are like that. And uh, but somehow they have two hundred dollar, three hundred dollar, five hundred dollar Nike shoes, but that thing is too expensive. I don't know. But to design <laughs> something to des- design something for Asian Americans, it's 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 very difficult. Because there's not that one generalization. I think maybe that might be the hard part. I see. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I've never so heard fast. of a Mexican that doesn't like Corona. Have you? Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm the wrong person to ask. Okay. I'm not enough around. Well, Mexicans. I haven't heard of it. So that Chicano hotel for sure is going to have Corona already. That's already like one thing that's. Can covered. we make it Modelo? Modelo. But then now you mm. might even rule out some of the other Chicanos that love Give Corona. Me some Micheladas. Mm. You know, but for like Asians, it's like maybe boba. That might be a thing. But then for me, I like real boba because I'm snobby like that. And then some other person might want some taro milkshake boba. And I'm like, yeah. So now there's already a divide, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Asian Americans, I don't know if we have our identity yet. And I think that's why it's so hard for um, like uh, people to come up and for everyone to just relate to that one person. Yeah, because you don't even have any of that. Who, myself? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I think I'm the minority. In a, I think Asians are already the minority in America, like in terms of just percentage-wise, and I'm the minority of the minority. Like, I'm not a doctor. I don't um, really live by the rules. I'm not that obedient Asian that everyone likes. And I also am not- You're degenerate, I'm not sure. super cheap. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a degenerate. I'm a freaking, and I'm like, I'm probably shameful and disrespectful and disgraceful to oh, my yeah. parents. Oh, yeah. Even in Mexican culture, you're- disrespectful shameful i'm not yeah you are you're always talking about my mom's big gulo and she had to correct you finally because i'm like you can't say that you don't even know what the fuck that means she keeps flashing it at me no this whole time your dumb ass thought a gulo was a butt that's what i thought it was yeah yeah and i kept telling you but that's not what it is and it wasn't until she told you it's the fucking fundillo pendejo then why do all the songs call gulo because it's all sexual they're yelling butthole yeah, they're not it's yelling. All they're not yelling booty. No. Oh. I don't know. I get, I think they probably are. <laughs> so it does mean butt then. No, I don't know. At least in Mexican, it doesn't mean Mexican Spanish. It doesn't mean fucking culo means butthole. All right. El fundillo, dude. El fundillo. Yeah. I don't know. 
But yeah, you're fucking disrespectful as fuck. Yeah, so that's also not Asian because most Asians are pretty respectful. Yeah. How did we even get here? <laughs> yeah, where? What are you talking about? <laughs> about what we were talking about. Oh, wait. You sound okay, crazy. Got it. No, I just needed to just needed to retrace my memory, my thoughts, my my train of thoughts. Okay, what are your, what's your train of thought now? Then? No, because I just remember we were talking about Taika. And then, uh, like, there's just a lot of stuff that happens now where I have to consider Taika all the time. Because now I'm just thinking, like, um, I want to put him, like, I want to still put him in Chinese school. But then I also want him to learn a lot of Spanish. And I found myself speaking less and less Spanish to him because I want him to be able to communicate with you. So the only one really upholding that right now is really my mom. That's great. It is great, but she tries to make him say Spanish words and now he's just like, Meh, whatever, because no one else is really enforcing it for him. Why don't you speak Spanish? Like I said, because I want him to be able to talk to you. Oh, that's cute. I'll talk to him in Spanish too. No, you freaking schmuck. Why do you keep doing that? Your role is to speak to him in Chinese. He does speak Chinese. He doesn't speak Chinese at all. We got to go more on bike rides because that's he was learning so much Chinese when he was besides, doing bike rides. Besides what's on his face and how to say cat what else and plane, what else does he know? Basketball court. In Chinese? Yeah. How do you say it? Lan chou jia. You only tell him once. He's never said it after that We've one bike ride. We've only been on one bike ride. But you play with him and you're with him all the time. We got to go on more bike rides and I can show him more things. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that cheetah. That's a car. Look at that. Cheetah. Cheetah, yeah. Cheetah. Yeah. Cheetah? Like cheetah? Because like... In in so you got to be effective, right? And so he's receptive in the back seat of a bicycle. When we're playing, it's Taika time, and it's time to teach you what you don't know about kids. So there's no way in hell you're gonna teach him anything during Taika time. So during Taika time, he's playing, and I'm not gonna teach him Chinese. I'm like, I gotta teach him Chinese when he's receptive. I mean, you could just talk to him in Chinese and not necessarily teach him anything, and he just absorbs it. No, he'll go. No Chinese. No, no. Oh, that means you're fucking up. It's too late. Because no. I can easily just start talking to him in Spanish. I'd be like, dame el plato. And he'll give it to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't have to be like, give me the plate because it's psycho time. Or like, right. well, fine, I'll start playing. Time. I just got to remember then. I'll start talking Chinese. I don't remember more. And you just keep reminding me because I think I just want to be cuny with them. And so I always forget and I end up speaking to him in English. It's are, easier. Your, are your thoughts in Chinese or in English? English for sure. For me, it depends on the circumstances because I think when I feel very vulnerable or sad or whatever, my thoughts are in Spanish. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think my thoughts are actually in my own thoughts first and then it has words too. Are you... Oh, so for you, it's picture first. It's um, a bunch of images? It's pictures and logic first. But how does that logic happen? Pictures so the or world, the world is an equation to me, Right. And so that's why, like, you know, sometimes I used to say stuff to you and you get so pissed because you'll be like, speak English. Like, um, like, let's say I have a Phillips screw in my hand. 7,000 tools on the table. I go, can you give me the skip back, skip back, back? And then you're like, speak English. And I'm like, obviously, I have a Phillips screw in my hand. Fuck off. Give me the Phillips screwdriver. Fuck off. That's not what happens. It'll at be all. like that. It's like it's so not even that's obvious. For you, you freaking dude. Because so, so like, you assume th that I'm just so sitting there me, waiting on your fucking... So to me, the word doesn't even off. matter. That's my brain. It just, it just sees the world as an equation. And it, so the words of the language don't even matter. It's what is going to solve in this equation. What is X? 
and X is just any concept, could be any word. So I could literally say anything. Give me the kapupu. Give me the kapupu. And they're like, speak English. I'm like, God damn it. Fine. Give me the Philip head screwdriver, please. Thank you. Fuck off. First of all, fuck <sighs> off. Second of all, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> second of all, no, no, no. Second of all, I'm not sitting there just staring at you in hopes that you're going to need my fucking res, like my help to rescue you. So I'm not already looking at whatever it is that you're doing. Then my world does attention. not revolve around you. Then pay attention. God also, damn it. it's never that easy. It's always like you have 7,000 tools and you're in your own little world and you're like, hey, mama, can you zig 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 and I'm exactly. like, so I'm already getting removed from whatever I'm doing. And I'm like, oh shit, you need my help. Wait, what did you say? And now you make me not only stop what I'm doing, come to you, which I don't mind. And then now I have to decipher this fucking non-existent language of yours. And like, it happens a lot. Like if it happened once in a while, I'd be like, all right. Like I just was even talking about how you have sound effects for words. I want something... And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And I have to like work double time. Luckily, I'm a fucking brainiac. <laughs> oh, sure. You're a brainiac. <laughs> and I couldn't get through that sentence. <laughs> Luckily, I'm a fucking brainiac that I can like, like 99% of the times I can figure it out. 99% of the world knows what means. Even Fawn knows. Fawn. She's in the room. That's the literal sound that she makes when she's eating food that she loves. No. I don't know. Anyway, you're annoying. I think I just wanted to stop there just so I can emphasize that I think you're annoying. And also because I want to introduce our next sponsor. All right, y'all. I want to take you to my happy place right now. And my happy place consists of bright colors, fun, cute flowers with these little insects that are my friends. And I keep collecting them with every level that I pass. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you already know what I'm talking about, baby. I'm talking about Best Fiends. Y'all know I'm addicted to this game. It's just so much fun to play. It's the thing I like to do when I, I need some of my quality time to not think about Barbell, to not think about JK, to not think about Bart, to not think about Taika. I just have some me time to just unwind, give my brain a little bit of an exercise, but the fun kind of exercise. You know what I'm talking about? Not the, not I'm running for 10 miles, not going anywhere, but the fun exercise where I'm dancing for hours, like that kind of fun exercise. That's what Best Fiends is for me. I play this every night before I go to bed and I'm literally on level 320. I love it. I love it. I love it. Especially when I travel, you don't need to have any sort of Wi-Fi or internet connection. You can play it offline. It's the best. It's super cute. You're like Taika loves watching and, and playing. I mean, cause he doesn't let me play it if he sees it. Cause it's just that cute. Like it's fun for all ages. Um, it never gets boring. The scenery constantly changes. The challenges constantly change and it's just super cute. So do yourself a favor, uh, and do what thousands of other people have done. Actually a hundred million downloads. That's a hundred million people have already done this and you should be one of those. Make sure to download Best Fiends um, to your phone. You can find it at the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's Best Fiends without the R. So it's like friends without the R, okay? So it's Best Fiends. Trust me, download it. It's free and I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry because you're just, you're just gonna love it that much that you're gonna be like, I can't put this down.
It's the best. Again, best fiends. It's like friends without the R. Download it. Yeah. So we're back and I'm still thinking about fuck off. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I don't need to <laughs> tell you the words because you never need to tell me the words. I'm already in front of. So like, I tell you the words and you still don't, don't fucking you get it. You said you were an athlete. So an athlete, right? When if, if, if I'm doing a basketball pickup game, I don't need to jump in and go, OK, wait a second. All right. So who passed the ball to who? Okay, and what happened early? No, you just jump in the game. You're like, okay, that guy's about to go up. That guy's open. He's going to pass it to him. All right, let you me shithead. Inter- let me intercept the ball. You can see the situation, solve the equation in your brain. You don't need any language, right? And that's why I'm there for you. All when right, you, number one. When you go, Bart, come one. here. When I go there, I'm already like, I see. She can't pick up the dog food. It's too oh heavy. Oh, my I don't even got to wait for you to God. go. I don't even got to go, hey, babe, what do you want me to do? I just do it. Unless I go to a situation. Said the fucking guy that like couldn't tell me he was talking to someone on the phone because there's so many things going on. But I thought you were you an came athlete. into my world. No shit. What do you think happens? I'm in my world doing my thing and you came into my world. Okay. What do you think happens when you need help? And I'm help playing four sports at the same time. World, doing 10. You could probably only do four when I can do 25. No, you can't do 25. You swear. I'm the queen of fucking multitasking. You can't do 25. Oh, really? So you want to have a bad day? You can't do 25. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Keep talking your shit. And then watch the next fucking podcast where he's just praising me a lot because I'm about to chew his motherfucking ass out. I'm not going to chew his ass out. I don't give a fuck. But So how do you think then? You think in Spanish when you're vulnerable and it's sad? Um, yeah, I do. I really do because I think I channel my mom. Because like I see my mom as like this, this like pillar of light. My mom's like this pure, beautiful soul who's pretty vulnerable when she's... That sounds like me. Why is everything about you right now, dude? It's not about me. It's about you. But I'm just saying like if you are if you have a... I'm just making sure you have the correct image. Well, I didn't grow up with you. I grew up with my oh, mom. Oh, I see. See how it's not about you? Yeah, and I can see why you're a little bit slower, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like... And she's very religious and she's uh, she has really strong faith and a really con- big connection with like God and and all of that big stuff. Big fundilla too. Fundillo pendejo. Okay. Chica Not fundillo. Chica la caca. <laughs> I hate you. Oh. Can we end this shit already? Hurry up, keep going. What are you saying? Ah. Uh, what was I saying? Anyway, so yeah, because of that, and she speaks in Spanish, and she becomes very vulnerable. I think I channel that when I'm in that space because it just feels very comforting. Chiquita boo boo. Yeah, you would not speak Spanish correctly. Yeah, there's maybe you. there might be a few things that I think I've I think of in Chinese. What about when you pray? Oh, and when I pray, it's in uh, Sanskrit, probably. Like the font. I'm just kidding. The font. I'm just kidding. No, like the ancient Indian. I know. I'm kidding. Because um, so. Do you really? Yeah. That's tight. Can you can I hear some of it? Yeah. So like um, I mean even like um, you know Amitofo. Yeah. So Amitofo, that's the Chinese pronunciation of like Amitabha, which is that's like Sanskrit. You know. So it's just like uh, like what's the one the one prayer that I used to always say when I was a kid when I would see like a dead animal because my mom would say it all the time. It was a. Uh, 
namo amito poye to pacha to ye to ti ye tha amani to popi amani to shidan popi amani to pi janandi amani to pi janando chimini chichiro tsuto jari sapoho like that's sanskrit yeah. that's tight so that's like uh but it's just maybe probably chinese dies words for it you know and then you would you would just sing that like three times and then you have like your version of uh or their version of amen at the end and you wrap it all up and it's um so pretty much all buddhism came hot. from what <laughs> so all buddhism came i just from, like when you know new shit that i didn't know about like the first uh, time i remember the first time i found out you knew how to juggle i was like that's pretty hot <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a loser. You are, but I was like, that's pretty hot. He's fucking a geek. That's, that's pretty hot. That's cute. I just love like knowing that you know so much shit. And then uh, when I, I when there's like new shit that I didn't know you knew, I'm like, that's pretty hot. Well, there's gonna be a lot more hot things then. Really? There's more to you that I didn't know about? Well, you didn't know I I, I knew all these Sanskrit prayers. Maybe I did, but I was so annoyed. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so like, so the prayers are in a language that I don't even know. I just memorized it phonetically. Um, but at the end, so you usually say these prayers, and then at the end is what kind of what you ask for. You know, kind of like in Christianity too. You're like, oh dear heavenly Father, whatever, whatever. You know, uh, please bless my friend, whatever. So it's kind of like that, where you would say that, and then so a routine that I had with my mom is every time we saw a dead animal, we would go say that prayer three times. And then in Chinese, I would pray, um, please bless this animal. Um, please help this animal leave this world of suffering. Hopefully they can become enlightened and, you know, give it all these good graces. Cause you're always trying to like, you know, in Buddhism, it's all about reincarnation. So the dog or the squirrel that got ran over was probably your mom or your uncle in another past life. Yes, you want to give it the utmost respect. Yeah, and you That's want them, beautiful. and you want them to, hopefully go leave this world and you know go to like heaven or whatever so yeah so um so some prayers i guess i do think in chinese but there are just some uh forms of communication or some concepts that in chinese just cut straight to the point i get it yeah same. So, and i'm sure like that's that way like you've still to this day for span uh for spanish like empalagado like where you're just too sugared out it's it's there's no other word really like in English. <laughs> I love how, like instead of using your own language words, you're like you know like in Palagado, and I'm like yeah, that's it. That's a good one. Yeah, there's because there's just that I get it. You know, there's just I don't even know if there was that type of phrase in Chinese. So it's there's just, so many words in Spanish where I'm like estoy emputado or whatever. Like that it just expresses so much more. And you're like, what does that mean? I'm like, fuck, man, it just loses its fire when you translate it in huh? translation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, uh, so depending on what it is, I'll think in a language, but most of the time I'm not thinking in a language. Most of the time I'm thinking of an, an equation. Mm. That's why yeah. I think maybe that's why sometimes I get frustrated because I can't get my thoughts out sometimes too. Like, I'm just like, I know what I want to say and what it needs to be, but I'm like, how can I like, I got to find like the right scalpel, you know, to like. The right. Yeah. It's a gal gal. Yeah. Yeah. You need to find the right gal gal. I have to like find, but that's why I also love sports because like, you know, people from all over the world, you don't even we need to speak the same Yeah, language. you can get some Chinese guy, get some African guy, get some guy from freaking, I don't know, Turkey. And you go, we're going to play basketball. They're like, okay. And boom, you start playing ball and like, you're just communication and you get it like dances like that. You know, it's pretty cool. I like that. I thought it's just because it threw me off. So I started imagining everything you were saying. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can have a Filipino guy or whatever. And I'm like, oh, 
But then how are they going to signal? Because everyone signals differently. This is where my mind went, okay? Like driving signal? No, like like uh, if you have the ball, right? And you want them to go somewhere or whatever. Like some guy would probably go like that. Like nod his head. And I'm like, oh, the Filipino guy's probably going to like use his lips <laughs> to point. <laughs> yeah, they play basketball like that. <laughs> like go over there, go that way. Puss, puss. I've had a lot of Filipino friends and like a hundred percent of the time their parents are pointing with their lips and i was like wait what That's that might crazy. be really interesting because you know like i think in basketball it's a universal language but you're right what if culture bleeds into it absolutely because that'd be tight because for sure i don't think at least i haven't seen um you know, like the infamous dances at the end of American football touchdowns. They took that out, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like if American football was played in China, I can't imagine them dancing like that. Like where they drop the ball and they have like- Or Japan. Like really elaborate like handshakes, you know, at the end. Like, ooh, like I'm like, did you guys rehearse this in the locker room? I don't know if this shit was clickbait or not. It just made me think of this uh, news title. I didn't get to read the article, but they were saying how- um, in Japan, because of coronavirus, they don't want people to scream on roller coasters anymore because yeah. they don't want to spread it. Yeah. So they want you to scream in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> in your heart. <laughs> but we actually witnessed something okay. like that before corona. This was back in what, 2015, 2014? In Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, we went to Tokyo Disney, uh, Disneyland, and it was very quiet. Like the roller coaster was so quiet. And once in a while you'd hear like, mm, oh, ha <laughs> ha. And we were like, oh, and, we were, and and like we looked at each other like, oh, shit, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. So then we had to be quiet, too. Yeah. So I get it. Um, But yeah, Fawn just fucking does this thing. She's in the room right now. She does this thing where she's very chill and she's all make, falling asleep and she's on the floor very comfortable. And literally out of nowhere, if it feels like something just pokes her, like her stomach as she's laying down and she just jumps up. So she startles me. And she scares me. She scares you. She never scares me. She always scares me because I'm like, what the fuck happened? So, yeah. Even I scare you. You're just scared easily, I think. I am. I think I'm in, I live in my head too much. Because you're just, yeah. I think you do live in your head. I think that's why you don't know what, you can't read the room. Because I, I can always no, read no, the cause room. Because, like, like, that's when I go, like, you mean, re- like, give me the I get startled? And then you're like, what? No, it's because everyone like, is doing their I'm own like, shit. Obviously, I am holding this screw Fuck right here. Fuck off. If I'm helping you, <laughs> if I'm helping you and I'm doing it, I'm thinking three steps ahead. You know I am. Like, I'm like, okay, he's going to need to go here eventually. Let me already prep that shit for him. Like, I'll be like, like suck it. Like yesterday, I'm like, hey, babe. And then, and then, so I already got your attention first. And then and I proceed to tell you stuff. And then after two seconds, no, tell in, me the shit that you proceeded to like, tell me. And then you're like, uh, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking oh hate God, you. I gotta say it over again. And I'm like, all right, this is what I just said. Like, you don't even stop me like in the first two words. You wait till I say like three sentences. You've been trolled. <laughs> you know what? What? Before we break up on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna just let it go, right? I'm gonna let you go, let it go. I do want to say thanks to our sponsors. So just remember to try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrive.com slash bail. Again, so join today and you'll get up to $20 in shipping credit towards your first order. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash bail. And also thank you to Best Fiends 
my fave um, phone game that I've been playing since forever uh, with over 1 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews. Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And don't forget to check out me and Marber's brand, barbellbrigade.com. We just dropped our amphibious shorts. In my opinion, it is the best training shorts on the planet and it's the first and last short you're ever going to need works great for swimming lifting weights running kickboxing everything you name it we d- took a year for us to develop it and now we finally dropped it go to bottlebrigade.com and i'll see you guys next time bye bye